Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. This edition is sponsored by our guidebook, which is available from our website, outbackway.org.au. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast and thank you for joining us. Today it gives me great pleasure to introduce Gail McIver from Central Australia. Gail is the Chair of Tourism Central Australia and she's also the Marketing Coordinator for Henley on Todd, the very, very significant sailing boat race in the Todd River in Alice Springs. So good morning, Gail. Welcome. Good morning. Great to hear from you, Helen. That's great. Excellent. Thanks for joining us. So we'll go to Central Australia tourism to start with, just to give us a bit of a wrap around the, the look and the feel of Central Australian tourism at the moment and how it's travelling. So what, what's the vibe on on the street in regards to tourism in Central Australia? Yeah, look, we're um, we're actually having a, a cracking year out here at the moment, which is fantastic. We we started off the year really positively um, with a, a pretty good increase in the international market. Um, we're particularly finding Uluru um, is a, a very much a a go-to hotspot. There's really been a, a significant increase um, in, in numbers and, and in increased activity down there as well, probably over the last two and a half to three years, which is really exciting. And certainly, um, you know, the, the typical grey nomad drive season has been a, a really uh, good year for us as well. And the thing that we're also noticing um, here, which is really exciting, is the increase on families travelling on the road. Uh, it's really exciting to see how many of them uh, getting out and about, bringing the kids on an amazing journey experience and seeing everything there is to see about Central Australia. Yeah, that's really good news, isn't it? And I think that there's just, there's, oh, even just from my perspective, there's just been this increase in product offering on either side of Alice Springs, out, out around, and then also then down at uh, Yulara, as you suggest. There's just been an increase in offerings of how to see the rock, you know, like the camels, the helicopters, the, the balloons, the, you know, you name it. You can see it any way you'd like. It's down exciting. Little, it's exciting. It's very exciting. Pretty much down at Uluru, you can do any sort of experience you want. And, and probably in the last two years, I think we've um, had something like 10 or 12 new products come on board. So, you know, if, mm. if it's a little bit too far for you to walk around the base of Uluru, you can hire a bike now and do it. Or you can go on a Segway tour, which is fantastic. Seeing it from a from a distance on a camel ride, yeah, it's really exciting to see, um, you know, just the innovation of, of our industry down there and starting to think outside the square and thinking what people might be looking for. You know, that that little bit of a um, a point of difference that they can add in on their holiday, yeah. and definitely that the field of light um, for the the resort down there has has probably been the most significant product that we've we've seen. Um, in the region for many years. Um, Bruce Munro's really exciting project of, of um, you know, all of the, the fantastic lights. And if you haven't done it, put it on your bucket list. Um, it, it's only going to be there, I think, for about another 18 months. And then um, they've said, you know, it, it will stop. I think it's been extended twice now. Yes. And I think there's also then something, a new installation could be could be created, which would be wonderful. Oh, is, I, I think there's a lot of potential. Yeah, that's really good. No, I think there's uh, yeah. enormous um, enormous growth in that area, which is terrific to see. And so even uh, in Alice itself, are you finding the um, the growth, like the retailers, the tourism retailers and tour companies, I guess, uh, are they all kind of seeing the upturn and, and feeling very buoyant about the, the future of tourism in Central Australia? Yeah, they are. And, and probably the most significant increase we've seen um, as, as far as um, tools or products 
has been sort of the smaller niche um, markets. We've probably had three or four companies just in Alice Springs start up over the last 18 months that are offering just that smaller group, just the real personalised sort of tours um, and starting to extend to some of the areas that haven't necessarily been as accessible or popular over the years. So we're finding places now like tours out to the East McDonnell Ranges and Chambers Pillar are really starting to take off with some of those smaller companies, which is fantastic. We're, we're also seeing some pretty positive signs within the industry. We're just about to have um, our hop-on, hop-off town tour bus service start again next week, which is very exciting. We haven't had a, a service like that in town for probably about two or three years now. So it, oh, it just goes to show that there's definitely positivity in the industry here with new products like that coming on. Yeah, that, that's so good to hear. And I think also, I mean, I know that um, the Olive Pink Botanical Gardens, that's really taken off too. It was it was just this little tiny place, you know, 10 years ago, and now it's becoming quite a place to visit and go and do. So it's just really great how all the products have just improved and they're really uh, tuning into what, uh, what visitors want want to see and do and experience. So um, it, it's tribute to, to the um, innovation, I think, of, of Central Australian businesses. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think one of the other things, and, and great that you touched on the Olive Pink Botanic Gardens there, well, one of the other things that's really taking off here for Central Australia, and it's not necessarily a core tourism product, but it's a, it's, it's a great spin-off of, is our quirky cafe culture. So at Olive Pink yeah. Botanic Gardens, you've got the uh, the great little cafe there, We've probably got about six or seven others that have cropped up all around town that have just got this little quirky, outback, hipster coffee, amazing menus, you know, sort of taking spins off, you know, Sydney and Melbourne. So that's something that that we're finding is, as I said, it's not necessarily your core tourism product, but people are are really tapping into that. And and when they're um, going experiencing that, you know, they're saying better coffee than Melbourne. So we, we will absolutely yeah. take that tag off Melbourne, not a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got to be happy with that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, that's good. Cool. All right, well, we'll get on to the uh, Henley on Todd. So tell us. I mean, a lot of people would be going, what, a sailing race in Alice? What on earth going on out there? So tell us the, the history of Henley on Todd and uh, how it all came about and, and what, what it looks like for people. Yeah, absolutely. Look, our tagline for the event is it's the most fun you can have without water at a boating regatta. So, and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's really, um, a, a testament as to how crazy and quirky it is. And that's another thing that Alice Springs is known for really is, you know, just taking an event and, and putting an absolute fun, crazy spin on it. So the, the Rotary Henley on Todd regatta, uh, we're having our 57th year of the event this year. And it was all started um, by a crazy guy by the name of Reg Smith who was just looking for a bit of an idea to have a bit of fun, do something a little bit different, but also because he was involved in Rotary, how they could raise some, some much-needed funds for charity as well. So he came up with this crazy idea that just because we're in the middle of Australia and we don't have any water in our rivers didn't mean that we couldn't have boat races. So what we do with our boats is we simply just cut the bottom out of it, you stand inside them, you pull them up around your waist, and you run down the, the Todd River just like the Flintstones sort of many years ago. So that that is uh, the easiest way to explain it to someone that hasn't seen our, our crazy races before. Yeah, that's right. And I guess the Henley on Todd comes from the Henley on Thames, doesn't it? So why not take London on? It absolutely <laughs> does. We uh, we tend not to take ourselves too seriously out here in the middle of Australia, <laughs> and uh, and that's exactly what we do. So that's where the name of the Henley on Todd came from, the Todd River. Uh, is the main river system uh, that runs right through the centre of Yellow Springs Township. It is usually dry, 
Um, but it is actually what we refer to as an upside-down river. So if you were to go with your shovel and start digging in the Todd River, after about 50 or 60 centimetres, you'll start to find wet sand. And after about a metre or so, you will actually start to hit the water table. So technically, we do have water in our rivers. It's just not on the surface. Yeah. Yep, and uh, and luckily at this time of year there's unlikely to be rain, but I guess if there's the flood, yes, the uh, bonus. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, we we have actually had to cancel the event once because it had the uh, audacity to rain, and you simply <laughs> cannot run a boat river race in the outback with water no. in the river. It's just simply impossible. So, um, <laughs> funnily enough, now would you believe we actually take out flood insurance for our event? Good stuff. Hey, um, and so how many entrants and like are they all different classes of boats? And do you have different classes like a normal yacht race or a boat race? How does it all work? Yeah, so we have 20 different events that people can come and participate on in the day. And and the best thing about our event is it's not just coming and sitting and watching the, the entertainment. You're actually the entertainment at our event, which is why it is quite so unique here. So we do encourage people to, to come along and absolutely participate. So they can build their own boat. So we have one event that's called the, the Bring Your Own Boat. And the best thing about that is you can make that boat out of any sort of equipment you like. A lot of people use cardboard or sort of plumber's conduit or something like that. As long as it looks something roughly like a boat and you've got a crew of four people to race it, that's all we ask. The rest we leave up to people's imaginations. And last year we, we had some fantastic boats that came along um, one of one of the teams were actually um, doing a, a trek across the Simpson Desert, so they used all of their four-wheel drive bog mats and made a boat out, boat out of bog mat. Uh, we also had a, a yellow submarine um, making its way down the <laughs> river last year, so people's imaginations are really fantastic. For all of the other events during the day, we provide all of the equipment for you, so all you have to do is turn up and compete on the day. So we have maxi yachts, we have sand skis, which is our equivalent to water skiing. We have rowing fours and rowing eights. We have little white water kayaks. Um, we have boogie board races. Um, we do sand shoveling events. Uh, we do rowing events. We also even have, in true beach style, a budgie smuggler race. <laughs> yeah, very and good. And very exciting for us this year. We've actually got uh, the, the some of the surf rescue guys from uh, Bondi Beach, from Bondi Rescue, that are coming over to our event. Um, I thought you were going to say Tony Abbott. No, no, we have invited Tony (laughs) Abbott over the years, but we haven't unfortunately (laughs) seen him yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be great though, isn't it? What a good good mix having the Bondi guys there. That'll be really good, yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. And the other thing Mm -hmm. that we put a a big focus on is there's plenty of activities and events for the, the kids as well. So we have a lot of kids-specific races, so we have um, some traditional races, so we have three-legged races and egg and spoon races. For them, we have the little nipper sprints, so we race along there just like you would on the beach and have to dive and be the first one to pick up the, um, the little token sitting in the, the river. Um, we have, uh, this year we're introducing a sand castle building competition for the kids as well, uh, so plenty for the kids to, to come down and um, you know be entertained on the day. And just to keep Mum and Dad happy, we have a lolly scramble so the kids get that ultimate sugar hit during the afternoon to keep them going. <laughs> so, what um, the people who want to actually enter a boat? Uh, what are the uh, what due date for the entries, or what what sort of time frame do people have to operate on? Yeah, look again, we're pretty relaxed here. We're more than happy for people to literally turn up with their boats on the day if they want to build and bring their own. 
um, or if they want yep. to simply participate in any events on the day, simply turn yep. up to the uh, the regatta. Once you've paid your entry fee to come into the front gate, there's no additional cost, so they can literally just come to the registration tent at the event and register. But if anyone and have as much fun as they own, want, and have as much fun as they want. If anyone mm. does build their own boat, we do encourage them to come and participate in our street parade um, that goes down the Todd Mall, right in the centre of the Alice Springs ah. Township. And we start that off um, at the start of the day and we have everyone that builds their own boats. Um, we have some of our sponsors there. Um, we'll have the Bondi Rescue guys in there this year. We also have um, the pinnacle of our event, which is our three big battle boats uh, that will participate in the street parade. So what they are is we've got three teams. There's the Navy, there's the Pirates, and there's the Vikings. And these guys are absolutely crazy. I, I, I think it's a, a standard um, before you can become a member of those. You have to pass a craziness test. But what they are is they're actually a four-wheel drive vehicle underneath, and then they've had the, the boat of a pirate boat or a Viking ship or a Navy ship built around the four-wheel drive. And so at the end of... The end of the day, the very last event, is what we refer to as our Battle Boat Spectacular. So these three four-wheel drives chase each other around the arena and they let off powdered cannons that go off against each other. They throw water bombs, they have water cannons, and they have a big battle between the three of them at the end of the day. And then the winners are decided by the crowd and um, the loudest cheer wins at the end of the day. Well, it's crazy good, yeah. if you haven't seen it and, and these guys yeah, are super competitive. Be, yeah, yeah, that would be uh, a pretty uh, different way of finishing a boat race. <laughs> yeah, that, that street parade sounds great, and yeah, it's just like there's a, a full. And so, how long does it go for? Does it just is it just one day, or yeah, it's, it's it just, just a one day event. So we start off uh, with the street yep. parade at 10:30 a.m. Um, and yep. then by the time everybody sort of follows the parade and we get going, we normally start uh, start proceedings around about 11:30, and we normally finish about quarter to five, five o'clock. So it's just a just a sort of a one day event. Um, yep. But yeah, plenty of of colour and action during that time. And this year, what date is it on? Saturday the 18th of August, so not very far away at all. Very good. So any of you guys travelling out there and listening to this podcast, you want to, you can collect all your little bits and pieces and create yourself your own boat and you can have a great day on the uh, 18th of August from 10.30am at Alice Springs, down the Alice Springs Mall and then into the Todd River to start the day's proceedings of all the boat activity. Dale, thank you so much. And what is the best? What are the best contact details or website addresses for people to contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So jump on our website, uh, henleyontod.com.au, or also on our Facebook page. So just search for Henley on Todd Regatta on Facebook, and you'll find all of the details there. But if anyone was, does want to know anything further, they can give me a call on zero four one seven eight six four zero eight five. Be happy to have a chat to them. Well, thanks, Dale, so much. That's wonderful. And um, I'll look forward to uh, to hearing how it goes. And I'm, uh, I encourage everyone on the road at the moment to, to get busy with their boat. Thank you for tuning into the Outback Way podcast. Our notes and links will be on our website, outbackway.org.au. You can subscribe to our newsletter, buy our guidebook, and download the app if you haven't already. Please join us on Facebook, Outback Way, Australia's Longest Shortcut, and on Twitter at Outback Way 1. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story, 
we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.